The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as you will well be aware at this stage, John O'Shea has been named as the Republic of Ireland manager only, though, on an interim basis. Nathan Murphy from Off the Ball is with me. Nathan, I mean, when this news came through a little bit earlier this afternoon, is it fair to say it wasn't entirely unexpected? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And John O'Shea's name has always been in the mix for the past few months. He was a part of Stephen Kenny's backroom staff. He has come through the ranks at the FAI. He was involved with the under-21 team before that. And there have been a lot of rumours that he was going to be involved in some way and probably will be involved in some way with the next permanent manager. Maybe John O'Shea will even be the next permanent manager. We saw with the women's team, Eileen Gleeson was given an opportunity, grabbed it with both hands, got the gig in a full-time places, on a full-time basis, and John O'Shea is the man in possession. Now, the FAI say they're going to appoint a permanent manager in April. Oh, in April? That soon? That soon, which would lead you to believe that they are very close, as Mark Hannum said uh, last week, but just not ready quite yet and they do have these friendlies coming up at the end of March against Belgium and Switzerland that squad needs to be announced in the next 10 to 14 days so they need somebody there right now but it is interesting that April timeline because maybe maybe it brings Lee Carsley back into the mix once again so so is that the is is that kind of the perceived wisdom that, that that he is the man that they're very close to getting over the line? I don't think there's any perceived wisdom. Oh, really? Stage, okay. To be honest, it's been almost impossible to get any leaks, any real insight into right. what's really happening. And particularly from Lee Carsley's point of view, there have been two different sides coming out. One is that Lee Carsley just doesn't want the job right now. He doesn't feel it's the right time for him. He's in with the England under-21s. There's potentially good club career jobs down the line before he take this. It's his birthday today, actually, Lee Carsley. Happy, 50. Happy 50 birthday, today, Lee. Uh, and the other is that the actually show, that they they didn't have the money to make the deal happen. That the backroom team he wanted to put in place, that the FAI couldn't get it all together. Mm. Now, England on 21s are playing two matches at the end of this month as well. There's a sense that Carsley is a real loyal figure and didn't want to walk out while the preparation was ongoing for these games and that maybe he gets through these matches for England and then becomes available for the Republic of Ireland. I have rarely heard of a scenario where a manager sticks with an under-21 side. Yeah, and I've, I, I, it's also, I mean, it's hard to, but it's, it's possible, but it's hard to believe that the reality is that nobody with it, that Lee Carsley is close to getting over the line, that this really is just, let's put John O'Shea in for these two friendlies, Lee Carsley just wants to play these two games and then it's a done deal, we have him. And that nobody within the FAI can give a sense of that behind the scenes to journalists? No, and it is a different FAI uh, in lots of ways. Uh, And Mark Adam and Jonathan Hill probably don't have the uh, connections uh, for good or for bad Hmm. within this country that their predecessors had. So maybe they could be keeping it. Well, I think they are keeping it uh, very close to their chest because if it's not Lee Carsley, again, who is it? There aren't many other names in the mix. Chris Coleman came out and very quickly ruled himself out of the job. We are already well over three months into this. They said they'd have a manager by the 8th of February for the Nations League draw. We're now going to be two months on from that. And the question would be if it was to be Lee Carsley, well, how could they not get it done already? Well, let's imagine for a moment, right, if Lee, right, if Lee Carsey is available come mm. April, it, it's his, really. Oh, it's he his, is absolutely. the number one target. Uh, let's assume he's not quite over the line and they don't get him over the line. Mm. Like, what does John O'Shea have to do in these two games? Who are they against? And what does he have to do to put himself into a position to be offered the job more permanently? So the games are against Belgium and Switzerland. Both of them are in Dublin. Uh, two 
teams of uh, of a quality greater than Ireland's right now. Absolutely. Uh, certainly Belgium's peak is a lot higher than that. I don't think there's much John O'Shea can do in those two games. I think it's all very much dependent on what happens with the other potential contenders. John O'Shea is the most safest pair of hands you could possibly get mm. as an interim manager. Like football, uh, the football community as we know is a very disparate group to put it mildly. Uh, John O'Shea is universally popular. I have never heard anyone in football at any level Quick with spell a negative, as Ireland manager would, uh, would put <laughs> a negative thing to say about John O'Shea <laughs> and he has been uh, learning the ropes coaching wise albeit with some difficult gigs a year with Stephen Kenny where it didn't go well. His last job was with Wayne Rooney for three months at Birmingham where mm. didn't go well at all. Has no real managerial experience. I would have said he was the next man after this man, that he probably would have been the favourite. He is doing all the right things coaching-wise and that maybe in 2028 he would be ready to step into this position. It would be an almighty shock if he got it now on a full-time okay. basis. It would be a reflection, I think, that they've struggled to get the candidates that they really, really want. Um, yeah, sorry, go on. The other name. Yeah. Anthony Barry. Who's Anthony Barry? So Anthony Barry uh, was one of John O'Shea's predecessors as one of Stephen Kenny's assistant managers. Okay. Incredibly highly rated coach is Thomas Tuchel's coach at sorry, Bayern Munich. I saw this headline. Yeah, the headline looks great. Former Real Madrid PSG Bayern Munich coach eyes up the Irish gig. And I thought, oh my God. So Stephen Kenny's Carlo best Ancelotti spell. Carlo Ancelotti or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Kenny's best spell in charge of the Republic of Ireland came when Anthony Barry was coaching with him. Uh, they moved to three at the back. He is uh, very well respected around set pieces. Just a very on the field, on the training pitch coach. And is at Bayern Munich, has been at the absolute elite of the game and looks as though he's going to have a big career ahead of him. It looked as though he wasn't in the running because he's working with Thomas Tuchel at Bayern Munich. Why would you leave that? Also working with Berta Martinez at Portugal. So okay. that's the sort of level he's at. But Thomas Tuchel is leaving Bayern Munich at the end of the season because they've gone through a horrible run. Right. Anthony Barry's going to be leaving as well. And again, maybe the timelines might align. Now, all of this is speculation. As I say, I've never been part of a process for an Ireland head coach where there's been so little concrete knowledge of what's happening. Do they go with a name that we just simply haven't heard of so far in the mix? Which Chris Coleman was in a way, he just mm. sort of came from nowhere. Paul Clement, who again has sort of, not a great managerial career, but was respected for a period as a coach, has thrown his name into the mix as well. And who knows, maybe it is John O'Shea. Maybe Ireland get results against Belgium and Switzerland and the FAI think actually safe pair of hands, good in front of the media, yeah. very popular, great playing career. Obviously, his CV as a player is yes. almost unmatched with the exception of Roy Keane in modern times. I guess the one thing you could say about the Irish gig is it comes with very low expectations at the moment, doesn't it? Well, I or think that's it? the problem. It doesn't. And it's funny, I, I'd be fascinated to hear what happened with the Chris Coleman saga because Chris Coleman suddenly became favourite on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And was it was a done deal. His, uh, his son was online rowing with our own Stephen Doyle about his attributes <laughs> and uh, why he should get the gig. And within 48 hours had pulled out of the running. And, yeah. and the talk at the time was that Jonathan Hill and Mark Hannum were heading over to England to meet him. And that he had looked at the job and thought the expectations are outlandish for oh, really? the group. The expectations from the FAI? In, or, or no, I suspect from supporters and the really? FAI. Like we're heading into a World Cup qualification campaign. It, anybody who looks at football doesn't expect us to qualify. But I think a lot of Irish supporters will expect us to go very, very close. The big carrot with this is your uh, Football fans are deluded, is, the well, kind of, is the, what you're saying. Nathan yeah, Murphy. you've got to be a little Nathan bit. Nathan Murphy you, says, football fans, oh, delude it. You've got to be a little bit, don't you? You've got to go with a bit of hope. And it is so. the biggest job in 
Irish sport. Hope is doing a lot of work for Irish fans <laughs> at the uh, moment. Uh, Hope and Evan Ferguson, <laughs> the next 20 years <laughs> are true. firmly on your shoulders. But it, it is an enormous job. And it's in a way, it's, it's a reality check that... Even if it is Lee Carsey at this stage, like, there's nobody jumping through hoops. There's no Neil Lennon was the only one who was. This is my dream job. I yeah. want this more than anything. For everybody else, they're looking around. Well, what other options do? Uh, the, the the clearest example of that was a few weeks ago. The Stoke manager's job was up for grabs, and the list of contenders was pretty similar for the Stoke job and the Ireland job. Mm. Stoke job probably pays twice as much, and most managers are thinking, "I do a good job there. I'm going to be back in the Premier League soon." They're not thinking that with Ireland, so. The best of luck to John O'Shea with these two games. I think he's going to be involved regardless. Post these two, it just depends on what role. If uh, I don't see a massive flag with Hope and Evan Ferguson will see us <laughs> through uh, at one of those two games, I'll be very disappointed. Nathan, thank you very, very much. Uh, the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.